0: Hello to my favorite people and welcome back to an episode of your favorite podcast. It has been quite the week over here in my world and I am so excited to just chat with you guys today on the agenda. We have updates. We have a really long list, kind of like an updated list of my current faves, things I've been loving right now, vibes, energies, the whole thing. And then We have a little 20-minute special guest surprise interview that I'm so excited about. Like, it was not planned, just, you know, a conversation happened and then we decided we were going to do it. So that's going to come at the end of the episode, but don't skip ahead because there's so much fun to be had before that. I hope you guys are all having a beautiful Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, happy Buy Your Coffee Friday. If you're not... You could also just buy your coffee anyway. I am currently, it is Wednesday, August 23rd at one fifty p.m. Love keying you guys into where I'm at on the week. I feel like it's helpful as well in terms of pop culture news. If anything happened, you guys could know how much or how little I know based on when I'm recording because by the time this comes out, like something could have totally shifted in the zeitgeist if anything is going on. That being said, I feel like, I think August is a pretty quiet time for pop culture news. But then I say that and every celebrity that I've ever liked does something horrible. And all of a sudden, like, I'm shocked. Just kidding. But it kind of feels like that. But yeah, it doesn't feel like anything major has really been going on in that space that I felt called to speak about. I honestly had the most quiet weekend that I've had in a while. I went on Friday night to dinner and then actually like this mini golfing place called what was it called? Some, oh, swingers, swingers, like Mormon mom talk. Yes. So basically what happened was, and this is like a good life lesson that I've been thinking about that I wanted to share. And I tried to share it on TikTok and it didn't really land in the right way. Not like anything bad happened. It just like didn't get the traction that I thought it would. But so basically we go to dinner. It's like my brothers and me, and then like all of our significant others and whatnot. And we had this fun dinner and then we had tickets to the comedy cellar. And my brother had bought the tickets to the comedy cellar. He thought that they were for 10 30, they were actually for 10. So we got there too late and we couldn't go in. Now, previous me, like in a past life, I would have like actually freaked out because the minute something like doesn't go as planned, I like freak out. I used to. So for example, like if I was to be in an Uber like a year ago and I had left on time to my destination and I was meeting people or whatever and the Uber hit traffic and I was going to be late, I would freak out instead of just realizing like that's out of my control. I should just text them, be apologetic and everything's going to be fine. And I get there when I get there. So like past me would have freaked out if like our plan became unhinged. But like current me, I was like, this is going to be fine. Like we will figure it out. Also, you never want to make the person who fucked up feel bad. Cause like, you know, when you like fuck something up, but it's like the group was counting on you and then you're like, oh my God, I let the group down. I didn't want my brother to feel like that about the comedy cellar because yes, the comedy cellar is fun, but sometimes you go there and it's just not fun at all. Like it's a very hit or miss place. But anyway, so I was like looking up like things to do in New York, but it was like 1030 at night and this place swingers, it's like an indoor mini golf bar club. You have to be 21 to enter and like they have like caddies, which are basically like waiters and they come up to you while you're playing the mini golf and they take your order for drinks and you can like open a tab and like buy drinks and the drinks are really good. And they have like tons of fun drinks too. It's kind of like a fun place. It's not like a dive bar vibe where you would just get a beer or a vodka soda. I mean, you could, but there were like frozen margaritas and Aperol spritzes and all sorts of fun cocktails and like snacks and whatnot. And then every single hole has like little like bar top tables where you can put your drink down while you're like playing golf. It's so fun. The golf course is so good, but it's like hard, but it's not too hard where if you're like drinking, you would be like a total flop at it. I was obviously a total flop at it. Like I lost. And that was so annoying because Jess, my brother's girlfriend, only other girl in the group she was like second place. And I was like, this isn't fair. Like you were supposed to lose with me. Like this was supposed to be funny. Like we're drinking our strawberry margaritas and we lose golf. Like why did you win? Anyway though, I totally flopped at it, but it was really fun. And then the rest of the weekend, honestly, it was well needed rest time. Just like totally hibernating, going on long walks, ordering food. I would love to talk about some of the films we watched. But I don't think that's apropos, given everything with the strike, so I'm not going to. But I did watch some films I had never seen before, and once the strike is over, like remind me to tell you guys about my thoughts because it was really, it was something, it was truly riveting. When you're a non when you're not, when you're a non film person, because I like a movie here or there, like don't get me wrong, but when you're not like a film person who actively waits for the release of new films and et cetera, et cetera, and you watch a movie that you know is popular for a reason, it's so interesting. Like I highly recommend being on the outskirts of something that's really popular. Like if you don't really fuck with reading or TV or movies, I highly recommend... Like, like then dipping a toe into the most popular things and like understanding why it's popular. Maybe that doesn't make sense to you guys, but I love it. It's it's honestly just been opening my eyes. I can't watch that many movies in a row though. Like I'm not the type that's like, oh, I watched four movies yesterday. That's a marathon. If you can do that, that's a skill. Like, and I'm proud of you, but I can't. It was nice though to just regroup. I feel like the end of August is really like that and things are going to start picking up again. So I'm going to Austin and Houston this weekend. You guys know I love Austin. Haven't been in a really long time. Now, by the time you're listening to this, I'm already there. So it's not going to be helpful, but I do need to make a dinner reservation and I haven't made one yet. So Maybe like if you have a recommendation last minute, you listen to this on Friday morning while I'm flying through the air, catapulting toward Austin, Texas, and I happen to see your DM, then I happen to go on resi and there happens to be prime time availability in one of the most popular cities in America. That's awesome. Do send me a Rex because I'll save them for next time, but I do need to make a dinner reservation. So I will work to getting on that. Haven't been to Texas in a while actually. So I'm really excited to go visit and see my boyfriend's family and all of that stuff. And then it'll be Labor Day And then I feel like we're back to school and I really do subscribe to that movement. Like I'm gearing up for back to school. I feel like I've been taking it slow these last few weeks of summer and I'm going to be turning on the gears and kicking it into high gear come like September, like probably September like 10th because realistically I'm not going to jump right in. That seems like a lot to ask. Oh, I did want to tell you guys a funny story though that I just like think's amazing, but I can't tell it on TikTok. I don't know why I couldn't tell it on TikTok. I feel like this is really my audience. This is where I'm my truest self, right? This is going to be the girl that you meet at the live show. TikTok and Instagram, I have to like, I have to just, you know, tone it down a little bit so I would never tell the story. But yesterday I was wearing a sweatshirt that said American Express Financial Advisor and I went to the dispo, the legal dispo in New York City. It's legal. Okay. Um, You guys know that I partake in the occasional gummy. So I was like, I'm going to the dispo because it's amazing. It's called Union Square Travel Agency. Please buy your weed legally if you're in a state that sells it legally because then you know that it's safe and regulated and that's awesome. Anyway, it's also stronger. Anyway, I was wearing this sweatshirt and I went to the dispo, gave my ID to go in because that's what you have to do at the legal ones because you have to be of age. And he said, are you a financial advisor? And like, I said no, but like so fucking desperately did I want to be like, do that thing that I always do in Ubers when I'm alone where they're like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I'm a travel agent, which is just simply false. Like, do you ever just like get an urge to like take on another persona? It's not even lying. It's acting. And then I didn't, and I wish I did. But all this to say, highly recommend going there. This is not sponsored by them, but they're really nice. And the guys that like run the dispo, they're always talking to me. They're always asking me like about my like cute dress or like complimenting like all the pink that I'm wearing or asking me if I'm a financial advisor, like as though they would trust me with their finances. It's really incredible. And I can't recommend going there enough. And that's really the only funny thing that's happened to me in at least three to four days other than the like 8 million view TikTok about pairing chips with wine, which honestly, I don't feel like talking about that here because it's honestly stressing me out. Like the fact that I have to like go buy more wine and more chips, I don't even like barbecue chips and that's what's on the agenda for this evening. But I digress. Okay, this week, I want you guys to tell me in the DMs, comments, wherever, are you feeling ready for fall? Like, have you switched your mindset yet? Or are you holding on to summer for dear life? I feel like in my body, I'm holding on to summer for dear life. Like I love walking outside. I love the sun. I love the beach. I love like hot weather clothes. But in my brain, in my being, like all too well, 10 minute version and Gilmore Girls, pumpkin spice, like that's, that's the moment. And this is my problem with seasons. I don't know if I've ever like, if I ever dived that far into this, I like the seasons that we like get two weeks of, like I like 50 degrees where like the leaves are crisping up. And, like, you can wear a sweater, but you're not, like, overheating and dying and sweating and, like, feeling disgusting. And, like, you could, like, arguably have a hot pumpkin spice latte. I like that version of fall. And tell me right now, do you guys know one place where all year round it's like that? Maybe London. Like, to be honest, like, London kind of has that vibe where it's, like, 50, 60 degrees and, like, crisp. Like, I just like when it's crisp outside. I'm like such a crisp girly, but I also love the summertime. So I'm just, I'm ready for fall. That's what I want you guys to sound off in my DMs about today. And I feel like it's been a while, but I finally have a touch grass of the week. Isn't it crazy that nobody has pissed me off for like a month? They probably have. It just didn't didn't stick with me to tell you, but this is my touch grass of the week. So... I have wanted to share more about my health journey with PCOS, endometriosis, hypothyroidism for so long and not medical advice. I would never do that because everybody's different and it infuriates me when people try to give medical advice on the internet when they're not doctors but more so just like some of the holistic changes that are not harmful in any way that anybody could try that have just been like making my life easier and making me feel better because I wish I'd seen someone saying those same things. But this is the damn problem. If you talk about any sort of like health problems you have on TikTok, people think that you're like lying about them and even not necessarily lying, they just think that like now they can use it against you almost like they can use your health issues that you've shared a little bit about against you. So if I post a glass of wine, I have the trolls being like, isn't wine bad for your PCOS? Like in my DMs and I'm like a media block, like you need to fucking touch, like you need to like lay in the grass, like you need to like inhale the grass, like immediately touch grass um, and not the fun kind. Anyway, um, so if I talk about my health issues and then I post a glass of wine, I get that DM. But if I were to like actually dive deeper into my PCOS and tell you guys more about how I manage it, I would get DMs like, you know, if I said something like I've been, you know, choosing a lower sugar lifestyle and trying to opt for healthier choices with less sugar because PCOS you know, inflammation is really bad for PCOS and sugar is really inflammatory, people would be like, you're contributing to eating disorders of everybody around the the entire world and you're fucking disgusting and like you have disordered eating behavior and all this shit. And then they would be like throwing that on me, which is so toxic and harmful. And so I just feel like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you share a little bit, all of a sudden you can't even like take a breath if you're not like, you know, completely cutting out alcohol and sugar but if you were to talk about like drinking less and cutting out sugar people would literally crucify you and they would be the same people and to those people I say fucking touch grass and that's it. Like really, that's it. Honestly, I'm just in my blocking era as I always am. Like if you say one thing that bothers me, like you're done. Like, and it's so funny people who like, like people who actually like me and enjoy my content, they know this about me. So they'll be like, Hey, like in the kindest, nicest, most gentle, sweet little dove way possible. This is something that you might want to look into. And by the way, I love you to take this with no harm. And I'm like, Oh my God, people are like, actually like, <laughs> people handling, handling me with kid gloves. Cause they think I'm going to block them. I won't block you unless you need to touch grass. And in which case you'll get blocked. You're in my phone jail for history. I won't take you out unless you send me a very nice email about why you should be removed from my blocked list. And then maybe I'll consider it. Okay, guys, we're taking a quick break to talk about my hydration journey. I know we're all enthused about it. But I've told you guys this before, like I find myself not drinking water throughout the day because I'm just on the go and then chugging it late at night, which I just do not think is good good for you and then it makes you have to pee five times. So I've been using Element, which is a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that reveals that optimal health outcomes occur at sodium levels two to three times government recommendations. So each little stick pack has a meaningful dose of electrolytes free of any sort of like artificial colors or weird ingredients. And I absolutely love it. Element is amazing for anybody on a mission to restore health through hydration, and it's great for athletes or even if you're just like a person who feels like they're not getting enough water on a day-to-day basis, I'm obsessed. They're also the exclusive hydration partner to Team USA Weightlifting and a ton of other Olympic athletes. And if that doesn't sell you on it, ton of NFL, NBA, and NHL athletes use Element. About 30% of the NFL, in fact, is drinking Element out of those infamous green and orange bottles. So if you guys wanna be into it, if you wanna do what I do, members of my community can receive a free Element sample pack with any order when they purchase through my custom URL. This will have all of the flavors. There's eight flavors total. It's so delish. This offer is available exclusively through Element Partners. You won't find it anywhere else. And it's totally risk-free. So if you guys don't like it, you can give it away to a friend and get your money back. No questions asked. Just head to drinkelement.com miscongeniality. That's drinklmnt.com slash miscongeniality and start your hydration journey with me. Love ya without further ado, let's get into some of my current faves. I'm sorry if this isn't super fun, but I try to do this like once a season because things are always changing. And I just, I'm, I'm too disorganized to like consistently be reminding you guys of things that I've been really enjoying that I think you might enjoy as well. And you know, all of these things are things that if they had been sent or gifted to me, I would also buy them with my own money and are just like improving my life in some kind of way. So let's chat about it. So we're going to talk about skincare and makeup first. Just things that I've been loving, loving, loving. So the Rode skincare line, Hailey Bieber's is genuinely phenomenal. Now for celebrity skincare and beauty lines, like I'm not handing out gold medals unless like the person really like, I I think earned it and deserves it. And like, is 100% in on their brand. Not only does she seem 100% in on her brand, the products are amazing. They're amazing. I have dry skin, but I like to wear light stuff that hydrates my skin. Like I don't like my skin to feel like super heavy throughout the day. And this road stuff is actually phenomenal. I have all three of the like skin face products. And then I also have the lippies and she just really ate with that one. And I use it all day, every single day. It's kind of funny and embarrassing. I'm not on their main PR list. I'm on their like second round where sometimes they'll email me asking if I want to restock other products and it's like the best day of my life because I had been like rationing the product so I can make them last for as long as possible before I had to buy them again but then I see people got the like strawberry one in the mail I did not receive it in the mail but that's okay like I also wouldn't put me on my PR list if I had one so like that's fair but I just like can't express my love for them enough like and I will be buying it when I run out of it so that's number one The other skincare product I've been using a lot of during the day is the Shiseido Sunscreen. I talk about this a lot. I think it's the best on the market. If you don't like sunscreen that smells sort of sunscreeny, I wouldn't go for it. That being said... It smells sunscreeny, like if you were to like put it on your finger and smell it, but I don't feel like I smell like sunscreen and then I don't smell it after I put it on. And I don't have anyone telling me like your face smells like sunscreen. It's the best sunscreen. It's so hydrating and good for your skin and it doesn't cause breakouts, which is actually something I've run into with a bunch of other sunscreens. And speaking of Shiseido, I also love their mascara. I've said this a million times, but like again. You know, when you get a mascara and like, what the fuck is this? Like you get a mascara, you have it for two months. All of a sudden it's the clumpiest, driest, like crappiest thing. All your, all your freaking lashes are like, like, gluing together. And you're like, why did I even pay $30 for this? I've had the Shiseido mascara for six months. I'm not even kidding you. It's the only mascara that makes my eyelashes look good. Also something that's on my out list is the lash lift. Like I liked it when I had it, but then like half my eyelashes fell out and it like looks bad, but I don't want lash extensions because I don't love how those look. So I've just been like kind of struggling. Like, what do you do? Like, is there like a serum I can buy? Like please actually DM me about this because I've kind of been like trying to avoid thinking too hard about the fact that my eyelashes fell out from that procedure, but they did. Um, and I should probably do something about it. Okay. So for the hair, I've been loving the Sol de Janeiro hair oil. I know everybody's all into their boom, boom cream. Love the boom, boom cream as well. It's like absolutely decadent. The hair oil smells the same, but it's literally just a hair oil. I put a little bit in when I do my hair and it's really lovely product, highly recommend. If you have more oily hair, maybe don't opt for that one. I'm trying to give like a good perspective on each product and we'll get into more fun things, but okay. The Jo Malone London body butter. This is a staple in my home now. Like everybody who lives under my roof is using Jo Malone body butter and loving it all the Jo Malone London products are so good. I think my favorite scent right now is peony and blush suede, but everybody has like a different favorite scent. And I think like the thing about them is like, it's not like a brand where like one product went super viral and that's like the most popular one. It's a brand where like you could pull people, what is your favorite scent? And you would get a hundred different responses. All the scents are incredible. I've been loving the way OUAI scalp and body scrub. It smells like the beach. And by the way, that trip to St. Bart's just looked so lush that they took all those influencers on. Not that I like judge a brand on their influencer brand trip. That would be ridiculous. But when I see that they like put bring influencers to St. Bart's, I'm like, this is nice. Like this must be a nice product. Like that's how I feel like that's how I like think about it. I'm like, okay, like I have this product in my shower. I really like it. Now they're taking them to St. Bart's. This is the nicest product that I have. This is a St. Bart's level product. Speaking of showers, I'm using the Living Proof Shampoo and Conditioner. I really am a big fan. They sent me all their products, and I've had the shampoo and conditioner for a while, and it's definitely my favorite. And I've also been opting for the Dry Bar Curling Iron. Listen, my Dyson Airwrap fell off. I don't know if it's old or if my hair is at that weird middle ground length, which it is. And you guys know I've been using Hair Love and I've been loving Hair Love, the scrunchies and the supplements that's also on this list, actually right under dry bar, bar curling iron. And I've been using it to try to get my hair to grow and be thicker because I think then like my air wrap will be more fun again. But right now it looks stupid. Like my hair looks so bad when I air wrap it. It's at the worst length. And so I've been really super dedicated to my hair love supplements and trying to grow it. And I think it's working. Um, I also got the Jolie shower head and I know I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It is the most amazing thing in the whole entire world. Like I, I hate when an influencer who I trust is like, this is a product that you need. And it was something I was considering for a while. I was considering it for a while and then I got sent one and I installed it and my skin and hair are a million times better. And the shower is like, the best shower that I've ever taken in my entire life. It's truly such a gift. I cannot, cannot recommend enough. And then for face masks, I've been loving origins, all of their stuff and also their face wash. So those are kind of like my current faves for skincare makeup. And other than like my standards, like if you guys have ever listened to an episode of this from me before, or like you've seen me post, like I'm still using Caudalie. I'm still using all of those products that I'd like absolutely loved for so long. Um, most of my stuff doesn't really change around that much. Like I use the same like lip glosses and everything like that. But sometimes I get super kind of like hyper fixated on a product. And that's how I've been feeling about those skincare and makeup products. ok. Let's talk about books, media, and television. I have been watching Sex in the City rewatching it now. and just what a comforting show. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot be home by myself. I mean, I can be. Like, I'm, I've am i done it successfully. I really don't like it when it gets to be nighttime. I just convince myself that there are ghosts and I really don't fuck with ghosts and, like, People in my apartment, like, last night, I was wearing my, like, eye cover over my eyes, but I couldn't sleep, and I was, like, convinced there was someone standing over my bed, and I, like, spent half an hour convincing myself of that fact. I'm sorry if I just put that into your brain. But Sex in the City really helps me, like, at night, putting it on. Like, it really eases me into the evening. What a great show. And by the way, I love Carrie Bradshaw. Like, I will stand up for her every day. Like, yeah, she's a shitty friend. Like, yeah, she's selfish. I wouldn't be her best friend, but she's an icon. Okay. I'm also in my Eve Babbitt's era, which feels so apropos and kind of similar to Sex in the City. Like, it's such... A party girl thing I think I'm revving up for tour I think like I'm gonna come out of my cocoon like right in December and you guys are gonna see like this like crazy side of me like I'm gonna go out and stuff too it's just gonna be like this like new era and I'm gonna be just like glowing in my most like stunning self so Eve Babbitt so Carrie Bradshaw but I've been loving reading Eve Babbitt's like I think her writing makes me a better writer And I've been working on my second book pitch and I just have really been like thinking a lot about some of the themes in her books and she just means a lot to me. So I've been loving her. And I've also been still reading Eat, Pray, Love. Like I'm doing like half a chapter a week, honestly, of that one. It's been slow. I also haven't been opting for my Kindle a lot lately, but maybe I will this weekend because I'm going to take it on the trip. And I have Once More With Feeling, that fiction book. I think I'm going to read it tonight. Like maybe I'll get crazy and start a third book. Um, But... I am in my Eve Babitz era. We are going to take a break and thank another one of our partners. You guys know that I've wanted to be a well-balanced queen lately. i have just trying to be like the beacon of health and everything, but I love my snacks. So whether at the gym, on the go, or between meals, Mosh protein bars are the smart snack to keep your brain and body fueled and just feeling good. There are six delicious flavors and each includes 12 grams of protein. I don't know if you guys know this, but when I first met with a nutritionist following everything with my disordered eating patterns, we really focused on me getting in more protein. So I'm loving a snack that delivers even more protein to my day. But... These protein bars are also made with ingredients that support brain health like ashwagandha, collagen, and omega-3s. And honestly, I have begun to crave them. They're absolutely delicious. The taste is actually good. It's very fresh. It doesn't taste chalky, which is like such a concern for um, anybody eating a protein bar. Like they genuinely taste like cookie dough and it's such a big part of my snack routine. So don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. Mosh protein bars are just going to keep you feeling so good. You guys can head to Moshlife.com slash miss. That's M O S H L I F E.com slash M I S S miss to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six count trial pack, which includes all amazing flavors. Enjoy. I've been trying to decide if I should read Colleen Hoover. Like a lot of people sounded off in my DMs after last week's episode and they were like, you should definitely read Verity. I feel like I would like it because I like all of that, like, sort of like, sci-fi murder thriller tv show stuff but I am a little bit worried I don't know like I feel like I've put it off for so long like how can I just be getting into Colleen Hoover now but maybe I'll do it maybe I'll support women who women who write maybe I'll jump right in I don't know let me know that's another thing you guys like have to sound off about I am currently obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo like everything she does is amazing like she's the next big thing for me like her music is so good I just, I'm obsessed. And I also love Sabrina Carpenter. And I think that that's, I'm allowed to like both. This goes back to like my rant on Instagram last week about how I love Taylor Swift. And I also love Kim Kardashian. Like I'm currently wearing a Skims bra with my Heiress sweatshirt. I'll fucking die on that hill. Like I love them both. I know Kim Kardashian listens to 1989 in her car with that fuck ass bob. I know that she got the bob because she was inspired by Taylor Swift. And I know that they're secretly friends and all jokes aside, I actually think, and this might be delusional of me, but I think that Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift had a long conversation in private and they made up and Kim apologized. And I think they decided that a public apology or any sort of public, like, you know, we're fine, like we're good, like we're girls or like we support each other mentality would cause a riot in the media and it would cause Kanye to probably like go crazy and like start chirping online or offline or wherever and it would just be a nightmare for both parties because it would bring up a lot of trauma for Taylor and it would bring a lot of stuff into the media that Kim is trying to get out of the media because of her kids and their privacy and their well-being. So I, I personally choose to believe that the apology has been made in private and the reason that it's not made public is because their their teams both know how like atrocious, atrocious that would technically be even though it would be the best day of my life even though I'm patiently waiting for a Taylor Swift ex-Skims collab can you imagine a set how soft it would be? with, like, folklore lyrics on it. I don't know. I just keep thinking about this all the time. This is why I think I can like Sabrina Carpenter and Olivia Rodrigo. Like, why do I have to choose one? Like, every brunette needs a blonde bestie. Like, I think they probably are going to become best friends one day. And, like, you guys heard it here first. Um, I've also been... Okay, this is, like... This is crazy of me. Like, I can't believe I'm about to say this. But... I've been liking Charlie Puth's TikToks. Now Charlie Puth went to my high school and it was a bit of controversy controversy, because like when he got famous, he was like on the Ellen show and he was talking about like how much he hated where he grew up and like how poor he was and, you know, how much he was bullied. And now I'm not suggesting any of this is false. It's just like I grew up in a small area. Charlie Puth's family was not poor. Which is an interesting thing that he, like, would say that. And then he would also say that he was bullied, like, really, really aggressively. And, again, I wasn't in his grade or anything, but he was a few grades above me. And, like, most people thought he was, like, kind of just, like, chill and, like, cool and nice. And, like, actually, like, I remember he came to the middle school when I was in middle school and, like, sang. And we also thought it was, like, so fucking cool. Like, we were obsessed with him. But in my area, it's kind of, like, a thing. Like, Charlie Booth. Because he's, like, from my town um i love his tiktoks and i like i can't believe i'm saying that because like everybody it's not that we don't like him it's just that like some of the stuff that he said about our town like people got upset by i guess so i just never really thought about charlie pooth been loving his tiktoks what a talent like maybe middle school me knew like middle school me was truly obsessed and in love like this man was saying he was bullied in high school i'm like i was in love with you like you came to the middle school and you sang i remember where i was sitting like you were amazing Um, I like had memorized every YouTube video he ever posted, but then there was like this weird thing where we weren't allowed to like him. Like that wasn't a thing like that was like spoken about, but everybody kind of just like felt that way. I don't know. I'm loving his TikToks lately. They're really good. I'll let you guys know who else I've been watching and following on TikTok. Obviously London and Olivia, they're revving up toward their wedding and I'm just so excited for that. It's just truly amazing. Like absolutely can't wait. Oh, this isn't like someone I discovered or anything, but I think that Benny Drama is the funniest person on the face of the earth and his podcast Ride the Pod with um his friend Mary Beth Barone is like the funniest podcast I've ever seen. I was out loud chuckling, laughing, crying last night watching clips of it. So good. Also love Chef Bay, that celebrity private chef who cooks those atrociously expensive meals for Mindy Kaling. Um, that's really just like a way that I like to unwind. Notice that I was following some Bama sorority girls just because I wanted to like see where they got into the sorority. So I'm going to unfollow them now. I just feel like I don't need them anymore. It was more for like the reality show of Bama Rush. I was involved in watching that. Um, very, very much so enjoyed. Enjoyed that. I think those are really like my favorite. Oh, of course, I'm I'm absolutely obsessed, obsessed with Allison Kutch and Isaac Rochelle. Like I never thought that I would be actively following an NFL player online, but sign me up. Like this man is goals. If your husband doesn't act like him, like throw him away with the trash. Like I love this man. I love her. I already love their future child. Like I Allison and I are mutuals online and I always feel like I can't like gush over people like this, but no, I'm a fangirl. Like you guys know fangirling is in. So them as well. I think those are all kind of like my media, current media obsessions. Okay. Clothes and shoes for fall. I did just put in a few orders. I need to stop shopping, but also it's like a new season with new things that are now popular. It's a little annoying that I have to just like put an end to my shopping. But anyway, I did get the UGG platform Tasman's. It feels like 2010 and they came in and I'm going to be honest with you. You don't need them. You don't need them. They're shaped weird. They're not shaped like they were in like 2008 and they look weird on me. They're not for a short girl. I'm going to be honest. Like I thought that they were, they look weird on me. Maybe they look good on you. I'm not going to recommend like, I don't think you need. I did give in to the Adidas Sambas trend, but I just want to let everybody know My mom did it first and she like recommended that I get these platform pink and green ones and they were on back order. So I was on a wait list and I got off the wait list. So that's why I have them. Okay. But I also give into the trend. Like, let's be honest. Though I did also buy Adidas track pants the other day at Macy's. And let's talk about Macy's for a second. My local mall here in New Jersey where I live has a Macy's and like, Fuck anybody who has anything bad to say about Macy's. Like, like Macy's is amazing. They had so many things and they had great athleisure options for, and I felt like it was priced really well. And I got these like Adidas track pants and they literally remind me of the track pants I used to have when I did track in high school, but I love them. Um, I've also been kind of in my like jewelry era. Like I haven't actually worn any, like statement earrings or rings yet, but I've bought statements, earrings, rings, and necklaces. And I'm like getting ready for the moment. Do you know what what I mean? Like sometimes you need a moment for the big reveal, like of like, this is my new era of jewelry. I've been, I've been Pinteresting about it though. Um, I'm trying to wear all my last summer sundresses. So that's definitely something that I'm currently obsessed with, but I would recommend go to J.Crew right now because all their summer stuff is on sale and you'll want it for next year or like whatever trip you're going to have or anything like that. And then for fall, I'm really focusing on men's oxford shirts and men's vintage sweaters. I think I have everything I need in those categories, but that's definitely going to be my look this year. And the other thing that I did get was Skims shapewear and I understand the hype. I highly recommend. I do think it's worth it and I think it really elevates any outfit. Like I have an H&M dress and a Marshalls dress that I wore the Skim shapewear under and it like made it look better because I looked so hot. Like it Kimberly Noelle Kardashian, she knows what she's doing. That's all I have to say. Like, I will never say a bad word about that woman unless, of course, she deserves it. But in this current state, she doesn't. She really ate with that skin with that um shapewear. I haven't tried Skikin, Her skincare. Did what happened to her skincare? I bet you it's good. Like she puts out good products, but like I don't know what happened to Skikin. So if anybody knows, let let me know. Okay, for food. I got these eat bonza chickpea pasta, like individual mac and cheese cups that are gluten-free and like microwavable, fantastic, phenomenal. Like so good, really in my cooking era. I've also been diving into HelloFresh, but I'm not confident enough to like show a picture of it yet. Like to be honest, like I make food sometimes and I take a picture. Like I made a parfait, like a yogurt parfait the other day. took a picture, looked so gross. And I just feel really self-conscious about that. So like maybe I'll gear up to like getting brave enough to like make my food look better when I eat it. I'm also back in my sweet green era, which is crazy because I was so anti for so long. But my order is romaine lettuce, cabbage, red onions, carrots, edamame, tortilla chips, goat cheese, Parmesan cheese, (laughs) tofu, (laughs) an avocado, and then lime cilantro dressing, two of those. They don't put enough dressing in my experience. And that can be really detrimental to a salad. If a salad isn't soaked in the most delicious dressing that's also fattening to balance out the fact that I'm eating leaves like a rabbit, then I don't want it. And so you always have to get two dressings there. Obviously, I'm in my poppy, like, lifetime. It's not even an era. It's a fucking job. It's a full-time career. Like, my job is poppy. Um, And I'm currently drinking the watermelon one. I do like it. Love cherry limeade, like strawberry lemon, love raspberry rose. Like raspberry rose is the best. I also like the doc pop and the cola, but those are my boyfriend's two favorites and the ginger lemon. So I don't drink those so that we can like actively split them up. Now the problem comes in. Nobody in my house drinks the root beer and nobody in my house drinks the grape. What do I do? Like, please send help. I could ship them to someone, but I feel like that would be a lot of work. I want to I I I actively give away things to like people in my building and I feel like I just have to do that with those. Um, the best wine and chip pair that I've had so far is sour cream and onion chips and chin and blanc. So great, you guys have to try it. Please follow along with my TikTok series for more. I'm just every day's a new journey, every day's a new blessing. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about that's sort of sad is that I had a really bad sushi experience recently. I can't even talk about it. It makes me want to vomit and gag. So I'm on sushi hiatus. Does that ever happen to you guys? You get like the egg ick, but for sushi, but it was for an experience. It wasn't because I just like didn't like like my sushi that night or like I just felt weird about it. Like it was bad. It was rotten. And now I have to be on hiatus. Okay. Now we're moving on to miscellaneous. Obviously, number one, I'm still in my digital camera era. You can get a digital camera on Amazon. You can get one like on eBay Just makes things so much more fun and I feel like you take more photos and so you're more inclined to like capture a moment hand cream that's my new thing I have been waking up feeling like a buttery soft goddess I know like when you put on hand cream or like leg cream or whatever you feel kind of like gross like you feel like a lizard but if you sleep on it it seeps into your skin and it makes you so soft it's actually impeccable and incredible I know a lot of people are looking for like robe recommendations as we get into like cold weather season, hundred percent recommend my Brooklyn and robe. They just have the best, most adult robes. Like it's just so it's the best robe. Like I'm obsessed with it. Also, I've been wearing Ralph Lauren and J. Crew boxer shorts a lot around the house. And I've been loving that look like with the hoodie. I don't know what you guys wear during the day when you work from home or whatever. I'm always in comfies, like always or a sundress. Like those are my two outfits, comfies or a sundress in the summer. And I love, I love the men's boxer look. They're really, really cute. Also, I've been really trying to do some more at-home maintenance. So doing at-home lymphatic drainage, I just get like an oil and I have like a paddle from um, Peter Thomas Roth actually to do the lymphatic drainage. And then I've been doing the Olive in June manicure thing, which is like actually amazing. And I cannot recommend enough. Like it's definitely cheaper than getting your nails done all the time. And then I've been doing my own eyebrows or trying to, I think I'm getting pretty good at it. And then I've been self-tanning at home as well. And all of this has just been like a great way to save some money, but also like, it's really easy to do yourself. It's just like, I feel lazy about it, but I also feel lazy about going in person. So it's like, pick one. I'd rather stay home. Anyway, those are all the things that I've been loving a lot recently. And that has taken us to about 35 minutes. And so without further ado, I think we're going to get into our special guest interview, for the rest of the episode. I love you guys so much. And I thank you so much for listening every week and tuning in with me. You are all so special, important, lovely, beautiful, amazing, incredible to me. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. But without further ado, let's get into my special guest interview and I will see you next time. Okay, guys, we're talking about a new partner today. And I am so excited because one of the first times I ever heard about and used a HelloFresh discount code was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. So this is a true pinch me moment. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring today's episode. You guys know that I've tried Green Chef before, and that is now owned by HelloFresh, which is amazing. There's a wider array of meal plans to choose from, and there's really something for everyone. And I really like switching between brands. And now my listeners can enjoy Green Chef if they listen to those episodes and they used that offer code or they can take this offer code and enjoy HelloFresh. I feel like I'm finally an adult now and I really grew up on like wholesome homemade meals, but there's just not enough time. I know you guys are like, you're kidding me that you're doing HelloFresh. No, I'm serious. I've just been afraid to tell you, but now I'm telling you, all you need is 15 minutes and you can really make a tasty and satisfying meal right in your own kitchen. And they have such quick and easy dinner options, which I absolutely love. Also, I found out it's 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too, which is wild. You get to choose your recipes and you receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get to cooking quick. I feel like I might be in my cooking era. Who knows? We'll see. You guys can also join in on the fun and go to hellofresh.com slash 50miss and use code 50miss for 50% off plus free shipping. Are you kidding me? That's 50% off plus free shipping so that you guys can have America's number one meal kit. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50 miss. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Love you. Okay, guys. I am here with this week's very special guest, Live from our home because we didn't actually have to go to the studio. That being said, we are sharing one mic. We both have a poppy in hand. It's good vibes. Please welcome my boyfriend to the show for a very special interview.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It was a long commute over here. Yes, from from the other side of the living room, but happy to join.
0: Well, we're very glad to have you today. I think everyone's going to be really excited. They gave tons of really great questions, and I'm going to ask. Some of them to you today and some of my own, but let's just dive right into it. Let's
1: go. Are they controversial?
0: Some of them are a little controversial, but I kind of wanted to start with we just moved in together. When did we move in here? June.
1: Yeah. After my surgery.
0: So we moved in here in June and a lot of people want to know about living together. And I feel like, I don't know, it doesn't really feel real, but it also feels like we'd always been doing this. Does that...
1: Yeah, Make it's sense. it's not it's not a huge change, for, I guess, from what we were doing before. But if you kind of think about the notion of of completely live, like sharing a space with someone and, and living with someone, it's kind of wild. But I'm I'm very much enjoying it so far. Are you?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but this is your
1: interview. <laughs> we, we're still here, right? Like, no, we're yeah, we're good. Yeah.
0: Uh, honestly, people are like, "What are your tips?" And I'm like, it just really was so natural. Like, I feel like we're really comfortable, and it was really natural. Like, I don't really feel like I needed tips. I don't know if you agree.
1: I mean, the only bad part of the whole like moving in process was was all of the, your stuff that had to come to <laughs> the door. Like I was very overwhelmed. Like you had alerted me there was a lot of stuff, but I guess in my mind it was a lot smaller than what actually came to the door. But it, you know, we we got it all organized or gave it away, and it was. Yeah.
0: So basically tell him how many pairs of shoes you have before moving in together. That's our big tip.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So they want to know what your favorite thing about living together has been and what your pet peeve Mm. is that you've discovered about me.
1: Okay, so I'll start with the favorite. I mean, besides the obvious, uh, probably just, just having a support system, just having someone there, like when I get home from work, having someone to spend the evenings with. Having someone to uh, pick up my, my slack if I ever get messy, which, you know, I sometimes do from time to time. But um, I think it's just been a really, really great experience so far.
0: Yeah. Also, he does all the dishes and takes out all the trash, which is so great because I hate dishes and I hate laundry, which happens to just, you know, that's a double whammy. You also do a lot of the laundry, to be honest.
1: Um, and then, okay, so the negative, um, well... I guess the only negative I would say that we're continuing to work on, and I'm sure you have a long list for me, um, would just be having your shoes on in the house. Uh, Okay, but this is- I was was (laughs) raised in a shoes-off household. I think a lot of people can relate to that. You walk in the door, like shoes have to be off when I was raised. So it just became kind of second nature, a habit to me, not to mention I get grossed out walking the streets of New York and thinking about all the, you know what, I'm like stepping over and then- it getting tracked into the house just kind of grosses me out but clearly Eli feels differently cuz she doesn't
0: No it's so ever take No no, no. it's so fair like once you pointed it out to me I do feel kind of gross now walking around the house with shoes but I grew up in a strict shoe on household and like to this day I wear my shoes in my parents house and so it's kind of habit like but I'm getting better I just like I I can't really tolerate the whole like his thing is like when I'm on my way out of the apartment, I can't like put my shoes on and then go to the bathroom and then grab my keys and then grab my purse and then turn the lights off. It needs to be like, do all that stuff and then put the shoes on as the final step. But sometimes I just like want my shoes on first and then I remember all the other shit I have to do. Do you know what I mean? That's the part that I'm struggling yeah, with. Yeah,
1: no, I, I hear that. I mean, there's just habits that the other person may not be a fan of that you have to work on breaking, like, you know, putting the toilet seat down and stuff. I'm sure you feel...
0: It's not horrible that's not a horrible one because you've gotten a lot better at it. And it's not like I don't like say I think I say it more to like be naggy on purpose.
1: Oh, okay. That's where (laughs) we're at. Cool.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, so we're gonna do a couple more questions about like our relationship and then we're gonna get into some more fun stuff and some advice that you guys asked. So I talk about this a lot, but I actually said I love you first, and I did it in a very specific way that I highly recommend. I think like Sometimes when you realize you love someone, it's, like, really hard to hide that emotion and you really just want to get it off your chest. So I always recommend just saying to someone, like, hey, I really want to tell you something. I have to get something off my chest, but I don't want you to respond right now in a reactionary way. I'd rather you just, like, take time with what I'm about to say and think about it and respond in your own time because it, like, negates the pressure of them saying it back. And nobody wants someone's first time saying I love you to be I love you too. Like, you want them to say I love you, not I love you too. And so I did that, and I, I thought it went over fine, but you guys want to know what his point of view was of that interaction because I think a lot of you are considering using that, like, tactic, and you want to know, like, how the guy would react.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I remember about when you told me was I was like, well, it's hella early. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, in my, it, I, it was just, for me, I had never said those words to someone before. And I, obviously, we were, I guess, very exclusive at that time. We knew that we felt a very special way about each other, and it was different. Um, so I was very welcome and happy to hear that. But I made sure to just tell you, like, hey, like, this is kind of my first time kind of working through feelings like this. Like, is it is it, is it okay if I don't say it back or I maybe just said thank you? But I also feel like that's kind of a slap in the face sometimes. No, I think
0: think you just, like, said thank you in a really gentle way, though. Like, I remember not being upset. Like, I remember being so happy when you told me I love you. But I wouldn't have done it another way. Like, it was so authentic when you told me the first time as well. It was just, like, authentic in the moment. Like, you genuinely felt it in the same way I did
1: it. Yeah, and that's how I wanted it to be. Yeah. So I think it was, what, a couple, three, four weeks later I said it?
0: Yeah, you said it not that long ago after. And like, to be honest, once I got off my chest, I wasn't thinking like, I remember thinking that I wanted to tell you, but I don't remember being like, when is he going to say it back? I remember just feeling better that I had like told you that and that you could like work through that. So you think it was successful?
1: Clearly. I mean, look
0: where we're at. True. Okay. So the next one is a little bit about working through tough conversations and approaching tough conversations, especially with a partner and especially when you live with them. And I liked this question because I feel like you're really good at this. Like I feel like every time we've had, like, in this relationship comparatively to any other friendships and romantic relationships I've ever had, I feel like we just facilitate better conversations. Like there's nothing that I feel uncomfortable asking of you or telling you because you make me feel really comfortable in conversations and especially when they're difficult. So I wanted just to hear from you, like how you approach those types of conversations.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, approaching tough conversations with Family and friends is, I guess, a little bit different than approaching a tough conversation with a partner that that you live with or or see every day. Um, I think just the general blanket statement is always take time to kind of process how you're feeling about something or why you feel a certain way. I always like if it's something with a friend or a miscommunication with a family member, just like to sleep on it. And then the next day kind of put together kind of what I want to say and then also think about how what they might say from their perspective and how they might feel about it. I guess living with a partner, though, it's kind of we're kind of in front of each other. So if you have a problem, we kind of just have to approach that. But I always try to kind of validate Eli's feelings while also trying to get across how something she did or said made me feel. And I think that's typically a healthy way to approach it. It's what worked for us, at least.
0: Yeah, I think also, like, always taking 10 or 20 minutes. Like, obviously, if you're getting in, like, a intense heated screaming match, maybe that's different, but that doesn't really happen for us. Like, if we're going to have a conversation, if one of us upset the other person or there was a miscommunication, always taking, like, 10 or 20 minutes alone just to, like, get your thoughts down. Because for me, I... I can't have a conversation with someone unless I have like my written talking points. Like I literally will forget. It's just the ADD or I don't even know. And so it's really helpful to me to have like bullet points or just like a rough idea of where I want the conversation so to go. Re-
1: you've been bringing bullet points to I've our arguments? I've been bringing a
0: bullet. We don't really, ar- we <laughs> we don't don't really argue. <laughs> um, okay. So I feel like we've gotten to a place where we're just comfortable enough to be like, this pissed me off. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like next. Okay. We're taking a quick break to talk about one of my favorite partners. And today that partner is Hair Love. You guys, I'm not kidding. I've turned a corner and it's really working now. Like before I was pretty sure my hair was looking healthier and thicker and I had stopped shedding and it was growing fast. Now I'm a hundred percent sure. Hair Love's growth complex is a daily vitamin that brings together the power of beauty and science and a revolutionary product that rebuilds the foundation of each follicle for strong, thick and healthy hair. It is a combination of vitamins and minerals that your body needs to stop excessive shedding, breakage, and thinning, and help you grow healthy, strong, and beautiful hair. It's clinically proven ingredients, and the growth complex nourishes your hair from the inside out with just two capsules a day. I'm not even kidding. It is working. This is an 100% serious moment right now. I've never loved my hair more. I've also been using the scrunchies. I tell you guys this all the time. The hair loves scrunchies. They're pink little scrunchies. They're so cute. I always have one on me. They are committed to the highest quality ingredients manufactured in the USA in an FDA-regulated facility and it's just, it shows like it's absolutely amazing. And if at any point in the next 12 months from starting your hair love journey, you're not totally satisfied with your results, let them know. And they give you a full refund. No questions asked, but I just know, I just know it's going to work. You guys like it's, it's iconic. You guys can go to hairlove.com miss 15. That's hairlove.com slash miss M-I-S-S 15 to get your discount and start your hair journey today. I cannot recommend them enough. Seriously. They've changed my life. Love you. Okay, so they have some questions about advice from the male perspective. So, like, we all know, like, women talk about going on a first date and hyping up for a first date and how nervous and excited you get and all this stuff. Do guys, like, get nervous for first dates? Like, what is the male perspective on a first date?
1: I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I would say men get nervous, too. Um, obviously, it depends on the guy, just as it would depend on, on the girl. But... Uh, yeah, guys get nervous too. Um, I would say maybe a a small difference is we might not be planning our wedding on the the first date, but I don't think, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think all women do that either. I think it's just important to set reasonable expectations when going in for a first date, realize that this is not, you know, a very serious thing. uh, So I think if you kind of frame it that way, it becomes a little bit less pressure. Um, But it's still, it's still nerve wracking to kind of meet a stranger or someone you've kind of just been messaging a little bit and meet them in person and, you know, spend a few hours with them. Were you nervous for our first date? Yeah, I was pretty nervous.
0: Actually? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's so sweet.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah, and I also knew it was was bigger stakes. We were going to sit down for a two-hour dinner because at the time... um,
0: It was like you could only order drinks if you ordered food, and it was like a crazy thing for dating in New York because it got to a point where everybody was vaccinated, but still you couldn't go out for drinks, which made sense because the restaurants needed to, like, make money. Like, obviously we understand why this happened. But, like, you couldn't really go out for drinks. Like, you had to have a dinner. But I actually thought it was a great dinner. It was a good dinner. I had a great time. I had a great time, too. Okay. So they also want to know, like, about women approaching guys first. Like, what is your personal perspective on that? And, like, if a girl wanted to, like, hit on a guy, like, What's a good compliment? What's a good slide in? What's a good, like, approach?
1: I mean, I, I could not be more adamant that, like, women should feel free to shoot their shot as well. I just think it, it, it takes all – it takes a lot of pressure off, off the guy always having to make the approach. And then if you want something, like, go, go, go get it. Like, what's – Also, confidence
0: is really hot. Like, the idea that, like, you're going to go get what you want is, like, sexy to people. Yeah,
1: and, and so I guess in terms of, like, pick up lines or hitting on a guy, I mean, if you're not comfortable with that, that's fine, but at least go say hi or make conversation because that will then give the guy, if he's interested in you, an avenue to, you know, maybe start flirting or buy you a drink or talk yeah. a little bit more. So you don't have to come in and say, hey, I think you're really cute. Like, what's your number? Um, just say, hey, like, what are you drinking? Or, hey, like, really like your shirt. Or, hey, what's your name?
0: Yeah. Do you – but if I walked up to you and said, hey, my name's Eli, I think you're really cute – even if you weren't into me, wouldn't you just be flattered I mean, and be fucking nice yeah, to me? Yeah, me personally, yeah. Exactly. That's what I always say. I'm like, everybody likes a compliment. So even if, like, worst case scenario, you go up to a guy, hey, my name is Eli. I think you're really cute. He's not into it. Everyone likes a compliment. There's not a person on earth that's going to be, like, nasty about that. And if they were, you dodged a bullet. Correct.
1: Yes, and, and eye contact's always a good indicator as well. So try. Oh, to make, like if
0: someone's making it back to yeah. you.
1: Yeah. So if if you, if you spot someone that you think you might be interested in, I think try to try to see if you can make eye contact with them, lock eyes, and and that can sometimes be an indicator that you know maybe they're checking you out too, or maybe they've spotted you as well. So that's an easier kind of green light to go up and say something.
0: Love it. Okay, so we just moved to Jersey City from New York City, and we lived in New York for two years. So they want to know New Jersey versus New York, kind of like what, what's your favorite? What's your vibe? Do you like living in Jersey City?
1: I love Jersey City. I think while I enjoyed my time living in Manhattan for those couple years, it got to a point where I just wanted to get a bigger place, wanted to get away from the noise because I commute into the city every day. So it's been a great move. Um, There are times I do wish I could go down my front steps and and, and be in Manhattan, but at the same time, I know that the the upgrade I get is to be able to have a a bigger space and a little bit less noise over here.
0: Also, like we were saying the other day, what's so crazy, everybody's always like, oh my God, I'm moving to a place that I know nobody. And maybe that's more so like states and cities where they know nobody. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely don't know one single person in the entire city of Jersey City. I do not know anyone here. It's amazing. Like we definitely like meet people, especially from like social media or in our elevator, but we don't know anybody here and it's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, you don't run into as many. You don't people run into that a- you
0: anyone. it's rare
1: past, so you can just kind of like you're free, you're free. you're free. it's. it's a little
0: freeing. Right. it's freeing, it's yeah. freeing. Okay, so everyone's very excited for the upcoming book tour and the question on their lips is, are you going to be at the book tour and are you going to be like on the book tour? Are you going to be on stage at any of the shows as a special guest? And like, what are your thoughts and feelings around
1: the book tour? I'm thrilled for the book tour. <laughs> it's exciting. How many cities do you have? Like book you keep like upping it.
0: I think it's like 14. Damn. Well, yeah, so
1: I'm not going to make every stop of that as, as you know, <laughs> but i um, absolutely going to attend as many as I can in the audience. And as for, kind of coming up on stage I, I think I think we've kind of been talking about it and I think there are two cities that we have in mind that I have a close personal connection to where I think I might want to take part in the uh, event
0: you want to take part in the shenanigans
1: yeah I mean if you can't find, <laughs> if you can't find anyone better I I'm mean, gonna
0: make you do truth or drink oh I'm down yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna be really fun and guys also stay tuned because the sh- like first show of the book tour is going on sale very soon which is really exciting okay. So we have some rapid fire questions that you guys also left that I really like, and we don't really have to do them rapid fire. Like we have time. You can answer in a bit more than like a, a word, but they're just like a little bit less, you know, serious in any way. Okay. So they want to know what's your favorite chip and dip combo.
1: Mm, I would say Tex-Mex tortilla chips with a, kind of queso guac dip, which is, I think, very specific to Tex-Mex cuisine, but I kind of like the combo from Torchy's. of queso and guac. Well, from my kind of local spots in Houston. Papacitos. So. Oh, I love Papacitos, yeah. He loves Papacitos.
0: So, yeah. Papacitos is absolutely violent for the gluten-free community. Do not go there. The food is, like, actually horrible, and, like, I'll co-sign that for the gluten-free community. If you're not in the gluten-free community, have at it. Okay. Favorite musical?
1: Into the Woods, just a personal connection. I did it in high school, and I, I love the show.
0: Do you like Steven
1: Sondheim? I love Steven Sondheim. I love his composition. His scores are so so full and vib- vibrant, and I love them.
0: That's a good word to describe. Did you have a favorite that we've seen like live?
1: Well, I guess it would be it would be the it would be the Into, Into the, the, the Woods, Woods revival. revival. Yeah, it was. fantastic. We saw it with the
0: original cast.
1: Um, but my second favorite. Oh,
0: my you liked st- MJ.
1: MJ was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we saw MJ, but remember how like loud it was? It was like vibrating the entire. Like, yeah,
1: I think I, I think someone. They knows. had like
0: a volume problem the day that we went. It was so loud, you could feel it in your bones. Like but maybe it was, that was the point. Maybe that was the point. Also, caveat: when we went to the Beyonce concert, the entire MetLife Stadium was swaying. It was like probably
1: two point two on the, her on the earthquake scale. No,
0: it was like actually giving record. like richter scale like the avery pointed it out to me and i was like god why did he say that because then i started getting anxiety that the whole thing was going to crumble the whole night but like when you stopped moving your body was still in a constant sway i've never felt anything like this it was crazy okay favorite day of the
1: week saturday really yeah
0: mine's thursday
1: well specifically the 24 hour period from sundown friday to sundown saturday is kind of my favorite
0: my favorite is Thursday because it's, Sabbath, like, the precipice will. of the weekend. Like, you're getting excited about it on Thursday. And I feel like you could, like, justify going out on Thursday. Like, to go out for drinks or, like, go out with your friends or something.
1: Yeah, but why would you pick your favorite day of the week to be a work day? Or do you not really relate? Well, I love,
0: I love my job. I love my job. <laughs> yeah, I, like, okay. Okay, I jump out of job. bed, like, I'm so, like, privileged in that way. But I, like, jump out of bed, like, so happy no. every day. So
1: Thursdays are exciting, too, because it's, it's it's the new fake Friday. It's... it's
0: it's great. Yeah. Okay. Texting or talking?
1: Uh talking 100%. Eli will will attest that I am not the the best texter. It's just it's just hard for me. It doesn't like it doesn't connect the thoughts in my brain to like typing on a text. I just I, I prefer to FaceTime or call always.
0: What is your favorite junk food?
1: Oreos and milk. Uh-oh. 2%?
0: Yeah. Well, no, are oat milk now.
1: Yeah, I'm oat milk now, so probably Probably less less of a good combo, but um, yeah, it was kind of my after school snack in elementary school. Well, healthy, he's healthy, right?
0: He's lactose intolerant now. It's maybe that's like, maybe that's why. Maybe yeah, I overdid maybe it like on overdosed the and, on the Oreos. You know, and I overdid milk. it
1: on the Oreos and milk, and uh, yeah, now I can't have the two percent. But yeah, Oreos and milk.
0: Okay, uh, Avery's fluent in Spanish, so I asked. I thought to ask him, "What is your favorite word in Spanish?"
1: Desafortunadamente. What does that mean? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I just like how it sounds. Say it again. Desafortunadamente.
0: Hmm. Okay. What is your favorite carbohydrate? <laughs> My favorite
1: carb? <laughs> like, I guess like fries.
0: Like, or- what kind of fry? Like, do you like like a thin fry? Like a waffle fry? Like a steak fry? Like a wet? Like, there's so many. Those waffle fries that we had at Swingers.
1: Yeah, those. The best waffle. food I've ever yeah, had. Swingers like, waffle guys,
0: fries. that fucking like, place I was telling you about at the beginning of the episode where we went to mini golf, they had the best waffle fries I've ever had exceptional they were like cajun too mm, yeah, you like seasoning. a cajun right yeah, i like a good cajun seasoning. Occasion, okay um and what is your favorite flavor of poppy
1: um i love all of them except for the root beer the root beer we
0: don't like I, don't know. I just that
1: was never a root beer guy but um my favorite probably the dr pop um, it's so good it's really helped me quit um sodas and yeah, love it's Coke. it's a nice yeah, it's a nice little sweet beverage that, you know, it's low cal, good for your gut and I really like changing up all the flavors, but like my go-to would be doc pop. And then in terms of the fruitier flavors, I, I like the orange as, as well. I like orange soda so.
0: Well, something that's really great about us and like a reason I n- knew that like you are the one for me is that we have opposing opinions on like all gummy candies. Like for Skittles, like I eat the red and the green ones and you eat the Orange and the purple.
1: I love the purples. Okay, I
0: hate the purples. And then for the sour patch kids, I eat the green ones and the yellows.
1: I hate the green and yellows. The green and yellows are the best. All over the red and orange.
0: No, so we can split, and we can split the poppies as well. Okay, and then the last question is a question for both of us. If we could move anywhere, where would we move? I guess we could pick one international and one national. Okay. Let's let's on the count of three do the international. Okay. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, Milan. Barcelona. <laughs> I knew you're gonna do that.
1: Milan, too. Milan. Okay, too, I would go I like to Barcelona, Barcelona also.
0: Okay, let's do the national. Okay, three, two,
1: one, Austin.
0: Austin. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> we're on the same page. We love Austin. We're actually headed there this weekend, so I think we're gonna wrap up now and um, get to packing. But do you have any final thoughts, feelings for the for the team here?
1: Uh, Pre order Eli's book. <laughs> Thanks, baby. It's really great. And I'll see everyone on the book tour.
0: Thanks for coming, baby. It was really Thank great you. to have you. Bye, guys. See
1: ya.